In this episode, we have Joseph Meradian and Patrick Mullaney from South Florida. In this episode, we talk about their journey to and through real estate, including a cool way they utilize BombBomb. Bomb. All right, guys, thanks for hopping on the podcast. I appreciate you uh, taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Enjoy being here. Yeah, let's let's just jump right into it. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves. Okay, so I am Joseph Meradian. I'm the team leader with the Premier Group of EXP Realty. And I'm Patrick Mullaney, and I'm also with uh, EXP Realty. And uh, we are married and um, kind of got into real estate. Uh, we were both um, uh, ballet dancers in Chicago and New York. And then we, uh, through a, a tour that I was on, we, we came through South Florida and Miami in particular and kind of fell in love with it and uh, decided when we were retiring from our, you know, our performing career, uh, we bought a house in Miami and we were going to make a bed and breakfast out of it, never having done that before. And it was a, you know, didn't really know what we were doing. We had the, money pit. Yeah, we had the Home Depot book and thought we could tackle it. And, you know, <laughs> HDTV makes everything look easy. Yeah. And so we bought a uh, six bedroom, six bath house that um, it wasn't quite a hoarder, but close to it. Um, and uh, so it wasn't really until we, you know, they moved out and then we kind of started working on the house that uh, we really started to learn just how much work it was. And um, without going into too long a story, we did, uh, we renovated that house, uh, did everything from putting in new electrical, uh, doing a roof, putting, you know, renovating bathrooms, redoing the flooring, all kind, you name it. Um, and that was in 2004. And in 2006, not having, you know, we weren't professionals in the real estate market yet, but, um, I was uh, watching property taxes because we learned how Florida, the tax appraisers reassess their property taxes when a house sales, sells, sorry, gets reassessed the following year. So our taxes jumped from like 600 a year to 3,500 a year. And so um, I learned how to appeal our property taxes. And so with what few websites were available at that time, um, you know, I gathered as much information as I could. and I. And I'm a numbers guy, so I, I you know, I, I did a pretty good job of getting our property taxes reduced. Um, so I was keeping keeping an eye on the market, and we could see that, you know, we saw what appeared to be a bubble in 2006, and decided um, also that after having renovated this this house, we didn't really want strangers coming in to stay with us. So we weren't really the B and B kind of people. Sure. So, um, so we sold that house at the height of the market and made, um, made a lot of money on it. Um, we weren't greedy. We didn't list it for what um, others were listing for. We kind of used the other ones as our competition and undercut them and got our sold in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, then it was um, uh, a few years later, I was working in the nonprofit sector and I had a very good friend who was a realtor. And over the course of a year, I gave him about six or seven referrals because um, I had a large network of people I was interacting with all the mm -hmm. time. And um, the last referral I gave him, he closed a million and a half dollar property. And I realized that single commission was more than I was making uh, working at the nonprofit. So I thought, hey, maybe I'm in the wrong career yeah. and decided to get my real estate license. Light bulb moment, right? Yep, absolutely. And that was 2010. Okay. And um, Patrick, I always, you know, he worked full time at that point for Royal Caribbean. Um, he was a casting director for them, hiring all their dancers mm -hmm. and singers and acrobats and um, high divers and uh, uh, X game performers on their ships. Okay. And um, but I would always schlep him along, you know, like when I was 
staging a house or doing an open house or something, I'd always schlep him along to help me out. And so he was always kind of in on what I was doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, without getting into the nitty gritty of it. Um, and then in um, 2017, we uh, moved up, we had an, op uh, an opportunity. And so we moved to Orlando and I joined a team up there. And that's when I switched brokerages and joined eXp Realty. Mm -hmm which was, um, even though it was a few years old, it was still kind of in its infancy in that uh, there was only about 5,000 agents at that time. And, um, you know, fast forward now, we have over 89,000 agents wow. worldwide. So it, it's grown exponentially. But uh, so when we moved up there, he decided to, or I talked him into, I said, you know, he wasn't working at the time. And I said, you know, you, you, you help me all the time. You work with me. You know almost as much as me in real estate. Why don't you get your license? And he did, and so uh, he's been working with me full-time ever since. Oh, wow, nice. And so you guys moved up to Orlando, so you guys have been there like six years now? Well, we were there for four years. Okay. And we started getting business. The pan you know, pandemic happened, yep. and we had a lot of friends uh, and you know, in our network that lived in New York, and we knew the South Florida market, and a lot of those New Yorkers wanted to get out of you know the northeast during the pandemic and they all wanted to come down to south florida you know boca raton fort lauderdale miami and so we were you know traveling from orlando to south florida you know every other weekend or every weekend trying to you know working with them and then we started having a lot of our previous customers that um lived in miami were now you know they don't they don't their homes for several years and now they were either you know looking to sell looking to upsize and so we were, you know, servicing them and realized that, um, you know, we were getting as much, if not more business back in South Florida. So we moved back to Fort Lauderdale two years ago. Oh, nice. Okay. So now we're back in, in South Florida. Back in South Florida. When did you yep. guys uh, start utilizing uh, or when did you, yeah, when did you guys start utilizing social media? <clears throat> Uh, I would say, you know, we started utilizing uh, at least Facebook, yeah. um, you know, shortly, you know, pretty early on is when Facebook, you know, came out and, you know, uh, I'm trying to think exactly when we I would say like 2012. Okay. Yeah. We learned that they had business pages. So, you know, so I got a business page and, um, you know, we were always, you know, kind of posting on there. I would say, you know, once I got the business page, um, we were probably more active on that because, um, we're not millennials and so you know we didn't grow up with a cell phone and weren't you know not as necessarily as comfortable about posting our personal stuff sure. you know taking pictures of ourselves saying you know hey look at me i'm here i'm there this is what i'm doing today yeah. you know think here's my food yeah thinking people <laughs> you know people don't care what we're doing you know that was kind of our thought but sure. um business wise um you know started posting any listings we had when I was, you know, doing showings or open houses and putting out information on market updates. Um, things I think it also like transferred over when I was working corporate with Royal Caribbean. Mm -hmm. um, Facebook was coming up. So like uh, 2011, 2012. And so I started posting a lot, um, trying to get talent like from Ukraine and Russia and, and in Belarus, sure. trying to get all these specialty uh, performers. And so then you started posting too, and it was like, it, I was getting a lot of traction on it. So I think that was a crossover. I would say like 2011, 2012, we really started getting into social media and seeing the value of it. Yeah. yeah and you guys were posting more just like listings and that kind of thing. Was there a point in time when you started, because I, I was, took a look at you know, one of your guys' Instagrams, and um, it seems like it's more of like a lot of video stuff now, maybe a little bit educational stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. It's all about content. Yeah, um, Pat, I will say Patrick is my social media manager, so he, he's he's the one doing the posting, um, and I will you know give him ideas like you know, um, you know I want to do something on like this this is my topic for a blog post or um, let's let's shoot you know let's we, we just recently we had two listings where. Um, both seller, they were sellers and they needed a little landscape update. And so we hired a guy who, um, uh, was a friend of ours that we knew from Miami about 20 years back and he has started his own landscaping business and it is, he's all about, um, sustainability and biodiversity and only using native species and endangered species, you know, to Florida. Um, and so we were doing very specific posts about, um, what we'd learned from him as well, you know, about, you know, sustainable landscaping and the bio, you know, how it in, in, um, advances biodiversity and, and yeah. really when people, people think about, you know, hey, you know, it, it gets pretty overwhelming as far as, you know, we, we hear about climate change and, you know, the environment and what can you do to, you know, besides recycling that, you know, every day, what, what kind of things can you do to help the planet? And so we've been doing a lot of posts on that, how as simple as, you know, planting a tree or, or when you're thinking about doing a landscape project, you know, the choices you make of what you put in the ground make a difference. Sure. Yeah, get rid of all the, the hard um, materials, all the asphalt, and start putting in, in stones and pebbles and natural things for the, the environment. It helps with the, you know, the irrigation, um, with, the, with, with the rains that we get, but also it uh, cools down, you know, your neighborhood in general. If you, once we get rid of those hard masses and, and asphalt, um, planting trees and, and plants, it cools literally down the neighborhood. Yeah. Now, what types of, I guess, what types of content performs the best? Is it that kind of like interesting educational stuff? We mix it up, and you know, one thing we've learned, and and it's it's interesting because um, it depends on who you talk to as far as the the school of thought. You know, um, for a while we had heard that um, you know people are. They want to know you. They want you to be authentic. They, you know, so we should be posting like 80% personal and 20% business. And then um, recently at uh, a seminar that I went to, um, a guy named Cameron Smith with uh, Next Gen Agents, he said, you know, he kind of feels the opposite. He thinks it ought to be about 60% business and 40% personal. Um, but what I will say that we have discovered is um, what gets, what seems to get the most engagement, um, you know, consistently is when we or I am on camera. Um, people seem to, you know, they engage more with the posts when, um, in videos in particular, when I'm, you know, introducing whatever it is I'm doing or, or talking or speaking, um, a home walkthrough, something like that, as opposed to um, just another tour of a home without, you know, any, without me being on camera. So, um, so that's, you know, that's, that's a thing that, uh, you know, it, it, it's, I'm a little critical, and I and I the other thing that I would say is that uh, it definitely is important to not watch it. Um, I will film it, and then I tell Patrick like, don't show it to me. Just you know, if you think it's okay, post it. Yeah. Because uh, if I watch it, I um, I'll be like, no, nope, we got to do that again. So <laughs> I, I feel like so many people are like that too. Like I hear myself on like a voicemail or something like that all the time. Like, oh God, is that what I sound like? You know, yeah. stuff like yep. that. Yep. But so you you mentioned like. The, the ones that perform the best, what types of engagement do you look for? Um, well, in particular, I, you know, the best stuff, you know, besides, you know, views and likes is comments when people comment, because then, um, you know, you can, you're interacting with people. 
and um, you know you can start a conversation and find out and it, you know that's where I would say um, one thing we, we get a lot of feedback from our friends and family in our own uh, we call it sphere um, there they will comment when we see them like wow you guys are everywhere you know I saw you doing a luxury home now or I, you know just they'll comment and so that's feedback that we get so that we know that we're being seen um, but then when it's someone we don't know that you know is commenting um, that's you know that's when we really feel that we are getting some engagement and some traction. Yeah, Patrick is that and Patrick is are you the one that like responds to them or do you guys do responding? I do. Okay. Yeah, so I think we both kind of take um, tasks at that. In the morning, we kind of look through um, all of our different platforms and uh, we go back at them and ask them a question and try to keep them engaged because that's where the uh, SEO comes involved. They want to see that that is really. Um, there's a connection with uh, the posts and you're getting a reaction and that you're you're engaging with them. So we found that uh, beneficial and we do see our analytics going up to a more positive level than in the past. Sure. And, you know, do you, what types of things, so really this is the kind of the top of the funnel stuff, right? Like you're, you're ju they're just introducing them, like you're, you're introducing them yourselves to them, right? They're not really a client yet. Um, they're, maybe they're not looking for another year or so. But when they engage with you, are you doing any kind of, or maybe they ask you a question, like through, uh, um, they send you a DM. Are you doing any kind of like nurturing, putting them in like a mm -hmm. database or anything like that? What exactly are you guys doing? Yeah, is um, certainly if uh, you know if we you know engage with them and we can get some contact info, either an email or a phone number or something, we're definitely putting them in our CRM. And depending on you know what the level of engagement uh, was initially. Um, you know, we determine whether it's a, a long-term nurture or if it's someone who really is kind of inquiring and seems to have an interest, you know, a more immediate interest, like they're, they're really looking now whether it's to buy or sell. Um, recently, I had a friend that, uh, you know, someone we've known for, you know, a number of years, we play tennis with him, and I had put out a post about, you know, do you know what your home's value is? And uh, or I think I said, it said something like, you know, like if you want to know. And I saw that, so I, you know, and he liked it. He didn't, he didn't comment anything, but he liked it. So I reached out to him and I said, "Hey, you know, you like this, um, you know, give me your address, and um, and I'll do a home valuation for you." And so, you know, we've started engaging there, and um, and so I, you know, I haven't asked him if he's looking to sell or anything. You know, I just, it's important, I think, for people to kind of stay on top of their home value and just to know that. Yep. For many people, it's their largest asset, um, so it's you know, it's good to know. That's a great idea, like to keep the. Just to kind of get some people like thinking about it, you know, maybe they're not even interested in selling, but like maybe they're, I don't know, if, if they have a bunch of equity, maybe they want to like pull some equity out and get get an, an investment property, something like that. But at least get some thinking about what their home's worth. Yeah, For absolutely. Sure. And what a lot of times when people have to sell, and I use the word have to, it's unfortunate situation. So if you stay in front of them, and then there's a circumstance that it's a divorce, or they you know have to go take care of a parent in another state. And they're really under the gun, you know, you're in front of them. And, you know, we've had that quite a few times that um, they reach out to us like, Hi, I know you guys are in Florida, I'm in California, but my sister-in-law is in Britain. Can you help her sell her house? And we're like, yeah, we can, because mm -hmm. EXP actually is international and we found an agent. And so things come up like that. And uh, it, it, when people have to sell a house, it's really great to be, hey, I'm here for service. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, you mentioned... Um you know, the split between, um, you know, personal and, and work. What do you guys use a content calendar to kind of stay organized or 
No. Uh, <laughs> in general, no. We you mean like with our CRM calendar, or well, or just like even like your Instagram, right? Like if you're posting, you know, for the week, is there like a schedule oh. post out? Like, hey, Monday we're gonna post something, you know, about this topic. On Thursday we're gonna. Do Ironically, this. you've just um, asked a, a good hot button question because I just started doing that today. I have a Meta Business Suite, yep. so I just did the whole week. Um, just did my, my blogs, my Instagram posts, my. Um, my Facebook, but also LinkedIn is a different animal. So you have to go to a different and, and schedule that as well. Um, so I have those done for the week and I'm going to continue on with actually time blocking and making sure that that kind of gets automated. Um, but we're, we're kind of that blend. I said, you know, we learned about the computer. We grew up with it. It, it wasn't in our hands the whole time in school. So we're still a little bit old school. Um, we're not totally glued to all the technology, but we have so many tools at our disposal that we're, we're pushing ourselves to use all of them. Um, we've got a new great um, listing tool, which is like, uh, it's, a, it's a home valuation and yep. selling, it's called Fellow that we're using. Um, and all this automation is incredible, um, but it's a learning curve for us because we didn't grow up in that generation, right? Sure. Um, but we're pushing it and um, some really exciting things coming on and we're starting to really um, um, be um, automatic forever for everything yeah. that we do. In our well, I, and I would add that, um, you know, at first it was Facebook and um, then Instagram came up and no, you know, as realtors, you know, people are like, okay, that, you know, Instagram, you know, no big deal. But then suddenly it's like, oh, wait, it is a big deal. Now we got to get on Instagram. And then, um, you know, then like for more recently, like just six or seven months ago, people were like, uh, you know, agents, no one was really paying attention to TikTok because they thought, you know, that's, you know, just younger people that aren't ready to buy homes. Just musical videos. Yeah, and, and, and no one's and... looking there. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, you got to be on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so every day we're constantly checking, you know, I, I would say, you know, right now we do Facebook, LinkedIn, um, in Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Twitter. Um, the only one we aren't on yet, which we, we still don't grasp exactly how to use it, is Snapchat. Mm. We both have it on our phones, but we're not quite sure exactly if that's going to be the next thing or not. And we're not 13-year-old girls making their hair all curly yeah. and, and crazy faces and stuff. Putting the filters um, on. But also now the new one is Threads. Yeah. Yep. Like Threads just popped up, you know? You got it and everyone's posting. I'm like, so it's a little bit, uh, we're, we're finding our groove and what actually... Um, I, I'm I'm really about the engagement, and if someone wants to ask a question, and it, whatever platform we can be on and be in front of people, uh, so be it. But uh, we we focus on the main ones right now because we see that those are still in front of the the majority of people. I think there's going to be there are fads with thread, or there's going to be a new one coming out. You can't get overwhelmed with that. Just stick to your top three yeah. and, and go with. It. St stick to what works for your business, right? And your and yeah. your audience. Um, sure. And you mentioned automation, and you know, you're right. Like recently agents were like, okay, well, I guess TikTok is here to stay. So I'll get on that. Do you guys, or have you gotten into uh, using chat GPT or AI? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've been checking it out um, in particular. Cause I know I'm not a, I'm a very slow writer. And so when it comes to blog posts or even when, um, when I do my copy for a new listing, the remarks, I will like that'll be like I'll, I'll almost save that to last and sp spend hours doing it because I'm just like a sort of a grammar nerd and um, anyway uh, so chat GPT has definitely helped with that um, as far as getting something as a 
um, a template to work with, sure. you know, or an impetus, yeah, uh, and to I'll, find out, yeah, I'll, 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 you know, I'll ask, you know, I'll, you know, and I'm learning with that as well, just how many different prompts you can put in and get back different results, more personalized results, more results that are like me, something like that I would say. Yeah. Um, but I still go back and read through it and edit it um, before I post it. Um, but um, yeah, we're 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 constantly keeping our eyes out for. A, you know, new classes on AI and ChatGPT and social media so that we can kind of keep implementing whatever new tools there are and try to stay, maybe not ahead of the game, but at least keep up with it. Yeah, game. stay on par, right? Like, you know, it, people, I think some, some people at least get like freaked out with AI, you know, that it's going to replace, you know, me, like, you know, I'm on the mortgage side, right? Or the replace agents. And like, I feel like as long as you embrace it and you figure out a way to work it into your business, you know, it's mm -hmm. yeah. it's just gonna be beneficial for you. It's gonna make you more efficient, um, especially for me. Like, I'm not a good writer at all by any means, um, and I come up with all the scripts that I do on Instagram, and all the captions are all from ChatGPT. So it mm -hmm. definitely makes you yeah. more efficient. Yeah. Well, that was one of our um, apprehensions with putting when you get a lead or, or a cold lead or warm lead, and you throw them in your CRM and then put them on a drip campaign. You know, as we call it, realtors. Um, we were never comfortable with that because they'd be responding to our website or something or another uh, platform and then it would send out this canned message and we weren't in control of that. So we were always kind of leery like, no, let's put them in there. Let's uh, interact with them and call them, but not just also make it automated because it does sound phony and then they unsubscribe and we're not really doing face-to-face -face value for that customer. So. Um, we're still a little bit uh, old school in that way and not just throwing them in a CRM and, and getting thousands of people on drip campaigns. Yeah. yeah, we, you know, it's, it's cause we wanna, we wanna stay on top of, you know, what kind of communications are going out to anyone in our, you know, our sphere, our, our leads, our, you know, the people in our database. Yep. And we are definitely trying, you know, we try to keep it more organic so that if you know you receive a message or an email or a text from us, it's coming from us. It's not an automated. Um, I, I know a lot of agents, you know, use automation, um, but I feel like you know the, our audience has gotten smarter and smarter, and they they know when they're being automated. Yeah. And um, you With know, the robocalls yeah, or, or robotexts. Yeah. So we don't do any. We try to keep it organic, yeah, and, yeah. and and maybe we're not as productive as we could be, but you know we we want to stay authentic. Do you guys utilize Bomb Bomb at all? You know, I did uh, when I was on a team up in Orlando because we had it integrated into our CRM. And you had unlimited at that time. Too, yeah, so. and, and get great engagement from that. Um, and so I'm going to be, you know, we, we just started. I'm now back to that same CRM, which I love. I'll give a shameless plug for follow-up boss. It's, yep. it's definitely a, a great CRM for realtors. Um, and uh, I know it does have bomb bomb integration, so... Um, I'm gonna have to see if the team that I'm on provides it or if I have to pay, you know, pay for it as an add-on. But yeah. yeah, you definitely get great engagement that way. We just started um, doing video texts yep. with our phone. Like, um, we we had an open house at the recent listing, and afterward, everyone that came through that we got their contact information, we just did a quick video text thanking them for coming, letting them know, you know, if they had any questions or you know, we were here to be of service for them. Um, you know, if they weren't working with an agent, we'd be happy to help them. And, and we got, you know, some, again, some good engagement from that. Sure. Yeah. I feel like it's, again, going back to like the personalization, like, I feel like it's, it's so much more personal than reading just like some text, you know, it's your face yeah. that humanizes you. Um, 
you know, people get a sense of how you talk, how your what your personality is, that kind of thing. So I definitely think it's a, it's an awesome tool. I, I've been you're using it for probably two years now. So it's yeah, it's I, awesome. I, I've got to look back into that and get that get that added to my um, my CRM again because yeah, it definitely. Um, definitely gets, you know, almost, you know, like 75, 80% open rates when yeah. you, you send an email with a bomb bomb. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's off the charts. It's, it is off the charts. It really is a huge, huge difference, uh, differentiator rather than just sending, you know, like I said, that just the basic Texas, everybody's emails get just bombarded with spam and just like, you know, something that you didn't even sign up for because, you know, some company bought an email list, you know, so, yep. um, definitely a great tool. What are like, you know, some like I guess we'll go talk about going into like twenty twenty four. What do you guys? Um, what's one of like some of your biggest challenges? I would say, you know we suffer from the same thing I think a lot of agents suffer from, and that is you know chasing after the shiny object, the new thing in the marketplace, and um, and and uh, you know and and we do give a lot of time to our customers. Um, that's, you know, so that's, that's, you know, our, our issue is we need to time block better. And, um, like when we have a customer, like have a, have an end time to that appointment so that we can accomplish more in the day. So, you know, so that, um, uh, accompanied with, um, scheduling our, you know, like content that goes out on a regular basis, you know, along with the impromptu stuff, you know, cause we're always going to be checking out a, a new restaurant or there's a new, there's an event in our local area or, you know, uh, a, a great thing that um, we did last year for Christmas was called, I think, Enchant in Tampa Bay uh, or St. Petersburg, where um, they used the, I think it was Tropicana Field or one of the stadiums there. And it was this entire Christmas village that was huh. fantastic. It blew my mind. And so like, I, you know, like last year I did a, we did a post on where you can see snow in Florida for Christmas. Huh. Um, and it was because some, you know, there were several locations around the state that, you know, they had fake snow. Um, so, you know, we're always doing impromptu kind of one-off stuff that we have an interest in. Yeah. Um, and we've started doing, uh, interviews with local business people that we, like our favorite, um, uh, candy store. We did an interview with him oh, and cool. our favorite coffee shop and our, my favorite chiropractor. And so we're doing that kind of stuff. But along with that, because that stuff, you know, that's really fun and organic and we like doing it because we have an interaction with someone mm-hmm. that we're you know, working with. Um, but also just the, you know, the informational stuff that, that, you know, buyers and sellers are looking for, just like a market update, um, a month, you know, doing a mark, monthly market update, making sure that's on the calendar so it doesn't fall through the cracks and we don't, um, you know, miss a month. Sure. Um, so, so definitely scheduling certain content is, is something that we're going to try to, or we're going to implement and, uh, uh, be a little more consistent with. Yeah. I, uh, so I time block, you mentioned time blocking, um, I, uh, I started doing that earlier this year. It's been huge. So, like, do you have a, have you ever heard of Win by Noon? No, but I've heard of like the five a.m. morning or the five yeah. a.m. agent or something like that. Okay. So, Win by Noon, it's, it's kind of like you get like a you can sign up for it. You get like a, a binder, like a booklet, and it, it basically plans out your week, your, like your quarter, your week, your month. Like it goes right down to like the minute of the day. Uh, it's been a super helpful tool. So I don't know if you guys want to check it out, but. If you guys are looking for something to help, like time blocking, uh, it's called Win by. It's, called, it's called Win by Noon. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We'll check it out because um, I know, like, if I put something in my calendar, it gets done. Yeah. 
and and I and I you know stick to it. Um, so it, it's it's yeah, things have to find their way into my calendar, and 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 so I, I just need to you know everything from like the fifteen minute stuff, you know, just yep. little quick stuff. It's it's all about your calendar. Exactly, making sure the calendar is organized. You guys use Calendly. Haven't yet. Um, I, I've, I've booked many appointments with Calendly, um, and uh, I, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely like on the to-do list. Yeah. That's up next. So, I mean, let's so let's talk about the to-do list. What are some of like your goals for uh, for twenty twenty-four? Well, definitely, we you know we're we're constantly trying to increase our engagement with our you know with and build an audi- a wider audience. Sure. Um, it's also we want to stay in front of all our friends, family, past customers, sphere to give them information. Um, you know, there's things like that are specific to Florida or, specific, you know, like, for instance, we have um, the, the, the state legislator, it's legislature enacted something called the My Safe Florida Home um, grant program. And so we were trying to, you know, put that out there. And it's a, uh, a program where any homeowner and uh, it also includes if you own a townhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get a free windstorm mitigation inspection, and then from that inspection, it would tell you maybe where you have some deficiencies to um, to combat you know hurricanes, sure. and then you could get grant money you know two dollars for every dollar you invest up to ten thousand oh, wow. dollars. Um, so yeah, it, and just you know the state doesn't do a great job of marketing it. So you know we you know I was making calls about it. We did some posts about it, and, and you know just following up again and so, so it's like things like that getting information out that's important yeah. uh, to homeowners also you know we put out stuff like um, you know if you if you're thinking of a renovation you know what are the things that are going to yield you the best you know rate of return when you go to sell or, or things to think about you know when you know what's the project you should start first if you're going to do you know pick a project on your home um, things that will yield you the you know the best resale sure. um, just informational stuff um, constantly trying to put that out there, um, but I would say, yeah, we definitely want to see if we can increase our engagement with um, with new leads, um, you know, with people that uh, aren't already friends, family, customers. It's it's that's um, you know that's that's an area where we're we're looking to ex- you know really see if we can pick up on that because sure. uh, some agents are are really killing it and that's all they do. Yep. Yeah, and I feel like you know. Oh, I forgot prospecting, right? Yeah, I forgot YouTube. We also do YouTube. Oh, perfect. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask that about you know long form content. So you guys do have a YouTube channel. That's and YouTube's great. Like I mean, that's its own search engine, right? Google owns it, so it's yep. super yeah. important to be on on YouTube. What types of things do you guys do? A lot of like lifestyle stuff, more ed- and more educational stuff on YouTube as well. Well, we did our spotlight series, okay. so we do different uh, businesses and do interviews. They're probably about 20-minute interviews, 20 minutes yep. to 30 minutes. So we put long. And then we'll do snippets of uh, a lot of the shorts. Okay. Um, anything that I would put up, even if it's a an Instagram reel or if it's a, um, a, any kind of short, short uh, video, we throw that up on um, our, uh, awesome. our, our short page, whatever. Yep. Facebook, shorts, Instagram yeah. shorts and reels. but. Um, and then we'll we'll put the link to the long you know to the full interview because certainly yeah our, our local spot business spotlights those those are, get long yeah um, I I've not been able to to cut I'm I'm I can talk for quite a while and the people I'm interviewing have been very passionate and can talk for a while so that's that's definitely that's we good. don't have a problem with long form that's good because sometimes it's like you get stuck and you're like oh my gosh I'm I'm only four minutes into this thing, how do I make another 10? You know, so that's great that you, you know, there's no issues with, with the long form. Well, most people that are 
really scrolling through and, 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 and on their phone they're looking at reels and short content it's got to be flashy and cool um, and then they'll stop they'll be when they see someone they'll be like oh I, and then they'll re and we always put the um, closed caption so that if they didn't want to really listen to the music or whatever and they want to hear the you know the little nuggets that were given yeah. out they'll stop and, and read it um, but we really find that the, the shorter the content that's the new generation on the, on the phone yeah for sure um, all right, so, and I mentioned this, you know, before we start recording, I asked these same questions, you know, as we, as we get towards the end of the podcast. Um, and obviously, we, what's your favorite swear word? <laughs> and we can, like, it can be a workshop too. So, what's one book, podcast, or workshop uh, that you think everybody looking to grow their business in, re in real estate should either read, listen to, or attend? Well, I will say, um, as far as a book, exactly what to say is a new book that, well, I don't know how new it's, I think it's been out for maybe a couple months. Um, it's a great book. It's, it really kind of expands your mind on, um, you, you can apply it towards relationships um, even. It, it's, you know, thinking differently when you're engaging with someone and you're, you're, you're talking with them and especially, um, you know, if you, if you have different viewpoints, you know, it's, it's kind of questions that you can ask that rather than saying like why or where did you get that information you can dig a little deeper that's not um that doesn't put someone on the defensive and it really makes them feel like they're being heard mm -hmm. and you're you're and you are hearing you know you're getting a, um, a, lo a lot more information about where someone has come up with their perceptions or you know their preconceived ideas about something and you get to know a little bit more about them and maybe their fears and aspirations and yeah. um, so I think that's a great book and then um, the next gen agents seminars are their workshops really that I've gone to those have I mean really in a short you know couple of hours and they're and they're, and they're free which is also great you know uh, as agents you know it, it's or a lot of agents have been struggling the last year or so um, with the you know the amount of volume has is down mm -hmm. um, so budgets, you know, marketing budgets are tight. So these are free. And he did a tour of Florida. I'm not sure, you know, if he's going to be scheduling a, another tour somewhere. Cam? Yeah. Cam, the guy's name is Cameron Smith. Cameron. And it's it's N-X-T-G-E-N, next gen. It's like short for, you know, you take the E out. Okay. Um, and it's been great. And, uh, you know, he, he breaks down... You know how to increase you know the how to you know work the algorithms on various different platforms um you know what you know how to, about adding trending music and you know how that can really help your 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 posts you know get more engaged maybe go viral when to post yeah during the day what times a day to post yeah. his name's yeah. cameron smith you said yeah okay. yeah and um That's yeah he's a fellow cool. exp agent yep. um but he's a great guy and just um, young guy, he's been in the business since he was seven because both his parents were agents. Oh so, uh, so he, you know, he learned the business at, at a really young age, and so now he's he's really into giving back and helping other agents succeed. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, all right, what should everyone who is a real estate agent either stop or start doing? I would say get yourself on camera, um, like start posting both you know per personal and business um recently we um started a six-week uh fitness and nutrition regimen um at a local uh, business here in Flo fort lauderdale wilton manors and um we were ha our, at our halfway mark you know it was so we were three weeks in 
I did a post go and we go early in the morning at like 7 a.m. And you know, I, we, we, I haven't showered before we go. So I look like hell and, and you know, I'm bloated and don't look good and, and not real awake yet. But I did a post, you know, walking in and getting ready and talking about it a little bit. It got great engagement. So it, it's, it's like that kind of stuff. It's like people just want to know what you're up to, who you are, what, you know, what your likes and dislikes are. They want to know the authentic you. So, um, you know, for those of us, maybe older agents, we got to get on board with that. Um, and, and being on camera and yeah. And and I'm like, I feel like I'm actually like, if it it humanizes you too, right? Like it's going to attract the people that you want to work with because maybe you got, maybe there's somebody who is into fitness as well. Right. And there's a common, Mm -hmm. you know, there's something common that you guys can talk about. So I, I definitely think that's huge, like kind of posting what your interests are, you know, humanizing, humanizing your channel. Yeah, well, certainly, you know, with with, you know, with chat GPT and automation and, and all the technology, um, I do think, pe- you know, people are we are social beings and um, we do crave human interaction. Yep. And um, so I think that, you know, that that's why the, the, those posts get, you know, they just consistently get more engagement. Yep, absolutely. All right, last one. Where can everybody find you guys online? Um, online, I am uh, com is my website. Um, if you Google my name, you'll, I should pop up on you know Zillow, but I'm my Instagram is Joe Knows Florida. Patrick, Your Twitter is my Joe Twitter knows. is Joe Knows Florida. Um, my Facebook, I believe, is J Meradian Realtor. Yep. Yeah. Um, one thing. Oh, here's one thing I would say you should start. Um, if you haven't already created your personal and business accounts, try to pick the same name for each one of them because it will make people. It, it'll make it easier for people to find you. Um, so that's you know that's a good I, tip. we created. Yeah, we created you know each of these at different times. So we came up. You know, there was different names as we were going through different narrations. Um, but um, like there was a time when you know when we first lived in Miami, I was Joe knows Miami. Then we moved to Orlando, and I was Joe knows Orlando. So that wasn't taken. And then when we were moving back, we we're like, okay, well now it can't be Joe knows Orlando, so it's Joe knows Florida. <laughs> So I was lucky that was not taken. Yeah, yeah keep all the handles the same. Keep them across all platforms. If you can use the same email as well, and dedicate an email just for that as well. Um, it, it really does help everything be organized, and then people can find you easier. But yeah. we're on all the um, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, YouTube, YouTube, and uh, uh, what else is there? What's the new one? X. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. 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 Um, and I just thought of something else. Oh, uh, definitely something for agents to do, new or seasoned. Um, you know, Google yourself, mm-hmm. social proof yourself. Check out and make sure you've got consistency. That you know, a lot of agents they change brokerages and they don't, they forget to go back to Zillow or Realtor or whatever LinkedIn their profiles and change the brokerage. Yep. Make sure your phone number is easy to find. Make sure your email address is easy to find. Um, I've, you know, I've got agents that I collaborate and work with and sometimes I want to send them something and I text them and they don't text back right away. And I'm like, you know, like ask them, what's your email address? And so then I'll start searching online and sometimes it's hard to find. And, you know, we always say you don't want to be a secret agent. You need to be easily found and it should be consistent. You don't also want to have, you know, different pictures of you as your profile picture, you know, like. Um, you know, every different platform, because then it, 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 there's just um, there's something that I think uh, the, the public and your audience 
appreciates when they see a consistent presence. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I, I always like when I see a, like a, let's say it's a Zillow, something that's maybe it's outdated. Like I'm just, I don't, I wouldn't utilize that person kind of thing, right? Like yeah. I, I want someone that's, it's going to be consistent across all platforms. They're active, right? It looks like they're active with clients. So um, that's not yeah. a great tip. That's, that's, it's huge because like people talk about being consistent on social media, but no one really mentions about being consistent on the web, you know? Yeah. 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 You got to Google yourself and, and see what comes up and, you know, make sure that you've updated things because agents do change brokerages um, and, uh, you know, or, or, or just change email addresses. They change, you know, where you currently live. Yeah. People are like, you're in North Carolina. No, I live in Florida. But like, well, you didn't change it. It's on your Google. Your business page is in North Carolina. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, that, that was great, great stuff, guys. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to hop on the podcast. Yeah, sure. absolutely. I thank you. Thanks for asking. Uh, Thanks, this, Chris. This has been fun. Awesome, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks. Have a great okay, day. you have a great time.